everybody. Welcome back to the Watermelon Seeds Podcast. I'm Joseph. And I'm Ellie. And today we have Anthony Rainier with us. Um, and so when I moved to Madison, um, my walk to work, there's this cool little shop called Petty Wedgers that sells kind of something similar to a calzone. They have breakfast and lunch. And um, every once in a while, I forget to pack a lunch or a breakfast or something. And so I end up stopping in at Teddy Wedgers. And uh, that's where I met Anthony. And Anthony is the owner of Teddy Wedgers. And um, he's owned it since he was 20 years old when he bought it. And um, he'll give you some more backstory on the previous owner, <laughs> I'm sure. But uh, yeah, so he's owned that since he was 20. And he's a really nice guy, and I got to know him a little bit uh, from that. He also owns the Cardinal Bar in Madison, um, so he's very entrepreneurial and just a very kind person, and we wanted to have him on to get to know more about his story and his life. So thanks for being on, Anthony. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. That was a really nice opening. Thank you for saying that. So Yeah, yeah. of course. Of course. So yeah, so uh, I, I know a little bit about your story and your life, but uh, not a whole lot. So I was hoping that we could just start this off by um, you kind of giving some more detail on uh, why you wanted to be a business owner or anything else you want to share from your journey up until this point. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm a Madison native. Uh, I come from a big cooking family, big service industry family, uh, very big talking family. So, uh, entrepreneurism where I get to, um, talk to people all day and do community building just seemed like something I was really into. So, uh, that's kind of like how I started, uh, thinking about, owning a restaurant and uh, Teddy Wedgers was a restaurant that was always very close to me growing up. So uh, when it went up for sale, it felt like I kind of had to panic purchase it. So. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. We, yeah, we used to um, go down. Uh, my mom was in the Madison symphony for a long time. And so we would go down there in the winter and we would get pasties uh, pretty much once a week all the way through my childhood. So. Yeah, it's a very close place to me. That's so special. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What what instrument did your mom play? Uh, she's a violin. Wow, so fun. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So yeah, it's um it's a really special place. Uh I did apply there when I was in high school, but I was not uh considered Teddy Wedger material at the time. So oh. I was kind of twenty two <laughs> since I own oh, the place now. Goodness. But that hopefully, so hopefully Miles would agree that I am Teddy Wedger material now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you mentioned being from a service industry family. Did you have like a serving job or did you work in restaurants before just oh. buying Teddy Wedgers? Yes. Yeah. Uh, my mom owned uh, like a food, like a food cart for a while growing up. So I would cook there. And then also, yeah, I worked in lots of kitchens uh, pretty much all the way through high school. Cool. Yeah. So pretty much everyone in my what? Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, pretty much everyone in my family worked food industry. So everyone always talks very highly about it. So it it all it only seemed natural. Totally. Yeah. So when it came time to buy Teddy Wedgers, uh, did that experience kind of uh, ease your mind to being like, oh, I I don't know how to own a business, or <laughs> was it still like a big scary thing? Uh, it was a pretty big, scary thing. Teddy Wedgers had been there since 1976. Uh, and, uh, the original owner had planned on retiring about in the early 2000s. So the shop had kind of just been coasting for the last decade. Uh, 
kitchens kind of uh, need maintenance fairly often. So the place was pretty, pretty scary when I took it over. Oh, my. Um, uh, but it was really important to take it over. Um, Madison was changing so much at that time. There's a lot of uh, demolition and a lot of rebuilding going on. And I always felt like Teddy Wedgers was um, a very important business to the Madison, the the character of Madison um, being on the top of state street, it always kind of felt like a, a pulse. Like if Teddy Wedgers was there, then that meant that state street was still okay. So when yeah. that went up, it felt really important to take it over. Wow. That's so yeah. interesting. I think it's more impactful when someone who owns a business has been there for so long that they've kind of seen the community and how it shapes it as opposed oh, to yeah. someone who just comes in and like swoops in and changes things. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. Madison's growing really fast, so it, it does it does feel really weird right now with all the stuff coming in. And um, but I mean, as long as I think everyone wants to be part of the community and enhance the community, it's, it's for the best. But yeah, totally. Some old stuff too. Yeah, growth is a good thing, but you have to stay true to the roots. Right. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So thinking about uh, living in Madison and being from Madison, and you kind of mentioned. Teddy Wedgers, if that's there, then uh, like the pulse of Madison is there. So my question mm -hmm. is like um, kind of how did you combine the culture and the um, history and tradition of Teddy Wedgers um, with Madison and how does Madison influence Teddy Wedgers? So that makes sense. Like how did the two come together and how do you see um, Madison influencing Teddy Wedgers and Teddy Wedgers influencing Madison? Yeah, it is kind of interesting. So Miles was, um, I mean, he was very, he fit um, pasty culture very well. He was from Linden, Wisconsin, a small town in south uh, western Wisconsin, big mining area. Very, he was very uh, man box masculine, like very muscular, didn't like talk a lot about his feelings, but he was always very supportive to everyone in the community. So it, it's kind of funny that I took over and I'm like, you know, a little more clumsy, a little more whimsical, <laughs> you know, a little more expressive with who I am, uh, which has created, I mean, is luckily people who come to Teddy Wedgers for a long time also support me and promote me and stuff like that. But uh, um, it does feel like, um, you know, the, the way that Madison, people in Madison support each other has really just, you know, kept me going and made me feel good about owning a business. And it feels good being able to reciprocate that with other people. Um, like in, in an interaction, I mean, especially like that, you don't know how many people, like you could ruin someone's day in five minutes, you know, like people, some people put so much into going into a restaurant. Like that could be the one good thing that happens that day, or that could be like something really important to them. So it, it really feels good being able to, you know, help people make it through, you know? Yeah. What's something that you've learned uh, through conversations with people or um, through being the owner of the business or just being part of the, the culture of Madison? What's something that you've learned? Something I've learned. Hmm. Um, I think I've learned just that, you know, like, you know, everybody... everybody's just trying to make it through. I feel like, um, 
whether like the, you know, people come in angry or happy or sad or something like that. Most people just want to like get through the day and, you know, get to do the things that they want. So um, I try to remember that if, you know, being downtown, I get a lot of people in crisis. Um, and so I just try to make sure that I'm really patient with everyone and, um, you know, just try to make sure they have a good experience and make sure that they're, they feel like they know that they know that they're cared for or they're heard at least. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. important because everyone's coming in. Like you said, this could be like the one thing they're looking forward to all day, or right. this could be like the cherry on top of an already good day. Like you never know. Right. And how you treat them is really like the thing that they'll remember more than whether or not their food was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully the food is good too. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> Maybe comically bad. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> I can, I can definitely be a testament to how good the food is. <laughs> I, can, I consider myself a foodie and I really enjoy oh, it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Madison's a good place for a foodie. There's usually a lot of good restaurants. So. That's so fun. Very fun. What is your favorite part about Madison, just in general? Um, I love that we are on an isthmus. I think it's crazy that um, a city for our size is just like smashed together the way it is so that everyone has to get along. Like you're going to see someone wherever you go in Madison and you're going to know somebody. And if you're trying to avoid someone, you're going to see them literally everywhere. And I love that. I, I think that's so cool. I think it really means that you have to be like your true self at all points or like, you know, it's going to be a bad time. That is so, funny. yeah, no, I love Madison. I love how walkable it is. You never feel totally. trapped in Madison. Like, you know, you can get anywhere, even if you're just walking, you know. Yeah, totally. I agree. I don't live there, but the times I've visited, it's just like, so congested, which can sometimes be annoying if you're driving <laughs> and if you have road rage like me. <laughs> yeah. But um, like just seeing people everywhere is so fun. And like the way that the city rallies around like sports or like well, everyone will be wa- watching the lake or like everyone's wants to sit by the terrace. You know, like it's just cool that there's like, I don't know, like what's the word for it? Like community, mm-hmm. you know, like gathering places. I feel like the word gathering is what Definitely. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. It is funny too with our winters. I mean, like right now, and we're with the sub below temperatures and like the crazy snow. Um, I think it really makes people, once the weather does get warm, feel like they have to enjoy summer, you know? So yes. everything in Madison has to be experienced at like 120%. So it's totally, it's really funny. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't lived here that long, but I've really enjoyed uh, going through the different seasons. I've played hockey, so it's I enjoy oh, yeah. winter has to offer as well. But the summertime, you just can't beat it right on, out on the terrace. It's, it's awesome. Summer's awesome. Have you done hockey at like Tenney or Olin Park or anything like that? Some of the pickup games or? Not yet. No, I oh. haven't made it to an outdoor game yet. Um, I'm in a uh, men's league, so I, I do that on Sunday nights. Um, but one of these days, I got to get my butt out to an outdoor rink and do that. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh the talent levels are always um exciting. <laughs> the passion <laughs> there That nice. is so funny. Yeah. Do you skate or do you play hockey? Um yeah, so growing up at West, um I mean growing up on in Madison, I went to a high school where uh two of our gym teachers both had kids that had went to play on in uh the NHL. Wow. Uh, so both of those classes it was just like two full ended up being four full semesters of just street hockey (laughs) that's all I oh my goodness that's why yeah i went to a big hockey high school so that's so fun yeah which is 
interesting because they're also well when i was there they were terrible at hockey <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was it's it's a fun sport i love how fast paced it is and stuff like that skates uh i mean not as good on skates but it, I, I do like hockey a lot <laughs> that's fun yeah nice um we recently interviewed not recently we have previously interviewed a bar owner in eau claire um Ooh. and it was fun to talk about his experience owning a bar and um why he does it and all that good stuff so i'd love to talk a little bit about the cardinal bar um uh, maybe of course um your experience with that why you wanted to purchase it and um anything you want yeah. to mention with that yeah so cardinal um really important bar uh to me growing up um my family um my uh is um got uh algerian heritage to it on one side and um so cardinal was one of the only world bars in uh madison which did a lot of mostly latin music but they did have a little bit of like depka and uh arabic dance uh so we went there a lot growing up and um so when that closed down, that felt like a huge hole in Madison um, yeah. for a lot of the, you know, smaller communities and stuff like that. And um, it's pretty much right on your way into Madison, being at like John Nolan and uh, Willie Wilson intersection. So seeing it closed was just like very detrimental uh, to how I felt like the city was going. And so my partner and I really wanted to make sure that we could get it back up and running if we could and make sure that we gave a space to a lot of those communities that needed a space. Um, that was always something with Teddy Wedgers is the main thing I loved about it was the sense of community, but Teddy Wedgers is tiny, you know, <laughs> Teddy Wedgers mm -hmm. is 400 square feet. I can only have like three or four people in there at a time. So having a space like the Cardinal where we can have like 200 people, uh, can feel really good at times. So, mm -hmm. and giving a space for people of, uh, who don't have as big of a voice feels really good. Totally. Yeah. That's cool. So now that you opened it back up, is it similar to how it was before? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Ricardo is still around, who's the original owner of the Cardinal. And so he is, um, he always has insights on how he thinks things should be run and like how he thinks things would be best, which has been tremendously helpful. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's also just a very well connected person in Madison. Um, he does a lot of outreach, uh, with other communities. He leads the, um, one of the sister city funds in, uh, Cuba. So he's always up and down from Cuba doing that. And um, yeah. so it feels really good to have him in our corner and talk about how much he loves the place and stuff like that. Uh, it was really stressful when we first opened just because he, I mean, it was his baby. He ran it for, mm -hmm. at one point, he was the longest single owner of a bar in the nation, <gasps> which was, uh, I think, 40 years. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it's his baby. I didn't want to fuck totally. it up. Totally. You know? So no, yeah. he's very um he's very uh flamboyant with the way he talks sometimes. And so when he first came in, he there was like a big dramatic gasp and we were all worried he hated the place. And uh luckily he luckily he loved it and he's been very oh, supportive. Oh good, good, good. Yeah. So that that feels really good. Totally. That's a big deal though. Like it's someone's legacy. It's not just a business. It's not just a source of money. Like right. someone's heart and soul is poured into that. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, no, it feels good. It uh 
based on this conversation so far, it sounds like you care most about the people and uh, how their experience and um, providing a space for lots of different people to have fun and um, get a good bite to eat at Teddy, Teddy Wedgers and have fun <laughs> at the Cardinal. Um, has that always been the goal? Like, did you buy the Teddy Wedgers and open the Cardinal with the goal or the intent of, I want this space to be a place where people can come in and feel welcome and um, have a good experience? Or um, is that something that you've learned over the years? Uh, definitely. Um, so yeah, my, my mom had a very isolating, uh, motherhood, I guess. Um, she had a big falling out with her family right when my sister was born. So we never really had a lot of family growing up. Um, so we kind of had to compensate with, you know, people in the community and neighbors and stuff like that and to get support and to feel welcome and stuff like that. So I've always felt very, uh, passionately about having communities that support each other and take care of each other. Um, and I mean, obviously a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, hate in the world comes from just like not knowing each other. So if you can make sure that everyone knows each other and everyone talks to each other, uh, it obviously makes the world a, a million times better. So having two places where I can try to build community like that and those the communities then in return supporting me has been amazing. Yeah, that's really powerful. Thank you. A city can be a family. It's true. <laughs> Absolutely. And Madison, we're all, you know, we're wedged together. So we have to like, kind of get along. I get it. <laughs> that's fun. I'm Thank curious. You. So as you own Teddy Wedgers and the Cardinal, what is like a regular old week look like in your life? Like what are your work days like? What is like an average week for you? So it comes and goes, uh, just depending on like what workforces look like. Owning a downtown, two downtown businesses, uh, very dependent on college kids, mm -hmm. uh, which can make it difficult. As you two probably know, uh, your schedules are probably very hectic. You know, mm -hmm. um, so there are some times where I am doing doubles every day of the week. And there are some weeks where I work maybe two days a week. Uh, it just, um, it's always changing to however the businesses need me. But I am someone who really does need to talk. And um, if I don't work for a week, my partner will like make me run laps because I <laughs> won't shut up. So it's usually good if I work. So yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So quite a variety. Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. Do you ever get the uh, ability to like take a week's vacation or um, <laughs> something like that? Um, yeah, we, yeah, we, I do. I'll, I'll take a week or so every once in a while. Um, I have some nephews and my sister, they live in uh, Dubai. So um, we try to go visit them because they're at a very influential age and we want to make sure that they know that we support them. Yeah. So usually me and my wife will go out to Dubai every other year. And that usually takes about two weeks because you're flying for 17 hours and uh, Dang. <laughs> I don't want to just like get there and be like, see you later, you know, and yeah. that, so. <laughs> you're like two grand well spent, you know. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, so we travel a lot, but mostly the same place. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. Cool. How do you spend your free time then when you're not working? What is, 
Um, Anthony like to do? <laughs> well, uh, owning a zoo, I <gasps> oh, walk. yeah. Yeah. I spend a lot of time walking dogs. Um, my neighborhood is very people friendly. So our walks have gotten longer and longer the longer I've lived here because everyone stops us and wants to talk and pet the dogs and stuff like that. Um, so that takes a lot of my free time. Um, otherwise, uh, me and my partner, uh, you know, we like to eat out and stuff like that and go to restaurants. It's very therapeutic and it's good to see how other communities go. So we go to places like um we like weary traveler a lot we like a han um we'll go down to um morris sometimes you know and just see how people talking to each other and stuff like that that's really enjoyable that's cool yeah so when you walk the dogs do you take all five dogs at the same time that would be chaos i have <gasps> done that in a panic where like oh, i have to go my. to the bar <laughs> i have to walk all the dogs <laughs> uh the Shibas are very uh, hive mind esque, so they just like walk in one clump. So okay. that's a lot easier. But <laughs> once the weight, all five dogs together probably weigh as much as I do. And at that <gasps> point, yeah, it's a little chaotic walking five dogs. I could never Usually I walk two at, I walk two at a time. Okay. So, that makes yeah. more sense. <laughs> wow. So yeah, my neighbors really know me because I make like three or four laps around the neighborhoods. And so. Mm hmm. And I'm always walking different dogs, which I think creates confusions to people who don't know who yeah, I am. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's funny. So it's fun. If mm. someone was new to Madison, what are the two or three stops you'd tell them that they have to go to? In Madison? Yeah. Like besides like the capital? Um, hmm. I So when I have people visit Madison, um, I like to take them to – I usually uh, – go to the paradise lounge because it is the grimiest bar in madison i think it's the most like unkept like scary looking bar in madison <gasps> oh my but it's such a melting pot of people um because you have the jail you have the state workers you have all the college people who come in the grad students who come in shamrocks right next door so you get everyone from shamrock and tornado room and so it's such a melting pot and people are so friendly to each other i think it's a great representation of how awesome madison is and how much madison takes care of each other that even in like the scariest bar in madison everyone is like friendly and having a good time so i love people wow. take, taking people there um, I like Weary a lot. I think Weary is just like very bizarre and really fits like the archetype of like the east side of Madison being this like weird mashup of cultures and stuff like that. And even their menu is just like kind of bizarre. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> I love taking people there and it's quiet enough where you can like actually hear each other and have a conversation. Uh, mm -hmm. Plus you have Olin Park right behind it, which is such like a like a not Olin Park, um, Orton Park. And that's such like a nice hidden gem of a park in Madison. Mm. Um, and then one more place. Where would I take them? Um, growing up in Eakin Park, I like going to Tip Top Tavern, I guess, would be another one. Because it was like a, a very like workman's uh, bar growing up. There would always be like fights outside. They had no tap beers. It was all canned beer. Um, and it was flooded. And then uh, the Janey family took it over and made it into this like very beautiful neighborhood community oriented restaurant bar and i think it's just like a great representation of madison now um so i like taking people there too as well that's so cool wow, yeah. good stops good to know mm -hmm. that's sweet
Um, I'm curious. So you have obviously made like big life decisions by buying businesses and it sounds like you, you like have to work a lot, obviously. Who's like the biggest support for you through all of this or who's like someone you've had to lean on through some of those Um, decisions? my family, my inner family is really close. So, um, and my mom has always loved cooking and stuff like that. She just retired recently. So she has always been a good support. She loves to cook. She likes to talk to people. So it, and it's a great way to just spend time with my family. So she has been amazing. Um, obviously my wife is incredibly supportive and amazing. She's one of those people who can look into a room and just know how it's supposed to look and know how things are supposed to be designed. Um, really, she should have just become an interior designer because she's just like phenomenal at it. Um, Wow. so yeah, having her support is always amazing too. And she, you know, she just crushes things. She's awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm very lucky to have like wonderful family and a wonderful life partner. So, Yeah. and then of course, everyone who's, Most people who've ever worked for me have always been super caring. I've been very lucky with uh, staffing. Um, and, you know, you have to put so much trust in somebody when they work for you because they could destroy the business if they wanted to. Yeah. You know? so obviously, I'm very thankful for everyone who's ever worked for me, too. That's super cool. Yeah. What do you look for when you hire somebody? Um, so the question's getting dated. Uh, I used to ask uh, the top 10 favorite Meg Ryan films and why, uh, because it's a dumb question and it shows you have to play the game. So you, you need to have patience. You need to have creativity. You just need to be like a willing participant to answer those questions. You know, like if somebody's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, well, then I'm not going to hire you, you know? So uh, <laughs> like, it's, it's cool to, you know, you have to be, I don't know, someone who's willing to be supportive and nice, you know, <laughs> to answer those questions. Yeah. But now That's we're funny. being 10 years later. Uh, most people don't even know who that is. So I have to think of a new actor. Um, <laughs> oh, I have to figure yeah, that out. I, I don't know who that is either. <laughs> yeah, I guess Robert Patterson's been in a lot of movies. Maybe I'll use him. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> That's funny. Nice. Yeah. What's the creative. most interesting response you've received from that question? Um, usually most of the, um, so Meg Ryan, the reason I picked Meg Ryan is because I grew up watching a ton of rom-coms and I'm really into it. My sister used to sneak me out of the house late at night and we would go see movies together. And so growing up, I thought that was like the cool hip thing to do was going to go see rom-coms. So I really like Meg Ryan a lot. Um, but I really don't like a lot of her movies post 2004. Uh, so when anyone like knows a movie she's been in past 2004, I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> like, where, did, where did you come from? Uh, so, uh, obviously, like the big ones are the Tom Hanks films and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. that makes the most sense. But yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you enjoy like the hiring, firing process or is that stressful? I love meeting new people and learning about their lives and, um, you know, seeing what they like and what they hate and their goals and their worries. So I really, I do really like the hiring process a lot. Um, as I've gotten older though, I think I've, I don't know, you know, I'm just a very intimidating looking person. So it's funny. Sometimes people are really nervous when I meet me, <laughs> uh, but I'm really just, you know, I'm, I'm fairly clumsy and whimsical and, 
I don't know. That's <laughs> not scary, I guess. <laughs> that is so funny. I think if I'm ever in the position to do that, like hire people, I think mm-hmm. it would be fun to be able to like see who someone is and what job would best fit them. Like kind of like puzzle pieces, like see where oh, they would yeah. best fit. Like that sounds yeah. exciting to me, but. Yeah, it's good know. to see if you can get people to like really excel. That is Yeah, true. exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, this assumption is correct to say that after people meet you, they aren't as nervous uh, around oh. <laughs> you. Uh, yeah. How do you calm those nerves as a business owner with when someone um, com- comes in? I mean, I really don't take myself very seriously, I don't think. Um, and I'm willing to, you know, embarrass myself. Not on purpose, but I mean, like, I'm not, like, worried about how I come off. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think that really helps people out a lot. Um, totally. You only have to meet me for a couple minutes before I, you know, trip over myself or mm-hmm. say something incorrectly, you know, so. Oh, my goodness. Obviously, That's I like good, to though. work on it a lot, so. Yeah, yeah, it's just good to be a real person. People need real totally. people. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. What is the most rewarding thing about owning different businesses? Um, I mean, really, it's just the community. I mean, I love going out and seeing people I know and them being excited to see me and me being excited to see them and mm-hmm. knowing that I've played a positive impact in their lives. Um, yeah. You know, Madison, especially in the wintertime, it's hard. It's, it's it can be really sad. So being something you know, that people look forward to, uh, it really means a lot, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Do you have a lot um, of regulars at both places, would you say? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I have a ton of regulars. Um, and I have a lot of people who go back and forth and, um, yeah, it's, it feels really good. And I've definitely helped people meet each other and become friends with each other. And that always feels really good. And, um, yeah, no, I'm very lucky in Madison. That's cool. Yeah. Well connected. Yeah. Yeah. What's next for Anthony? Is there going to be another acquisition <laughs> or any plans for the future? Uh, well, just getting married. Uh, my partner and I, you know, are, are in the talks about maybe starting a family. So that would probably be the next mm-hmm. thing before I do anything crazy. <laughs> wow. Uh, awesome. I don't know. But maybe we'll open one more thing. We'll see. We got to figure it out. Right now, we're we're just trying to get coffee into the Cardinal. We really want it to be open all day. Ooh. So we're trying to uh, figure out how we would do that and start doing brunch and things like that now that it's getting a little less chaotic. so Yes, you got to do that. Yeah. I would love to. That's we have so a fun. coffee fanatic over here. Miss oh, oh, yes. Okay. I'm obsessed. Oh. <laughs> when I was younger, I, I did a lot of uh, competitive barista work. So Wow. <laughs> okay, very fun. excited to get back into coffee. That's so, so fun. Um, yeah. It sounds like, too, if your wife, you mentioned she has, like, an eye for, like, the space. And oh, honestly, God. as a coffee shop um, attendee, I would say that the atmosphere is, like, the most important thing. Oh, totally. So, uh, tranquil yeah. space is incredibly important. So Totally. No, it matters how it's set up, What the, if the seats are comfy. Like, I could tell you which places you should study at, which ones are for friends, which ones are for dates. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Cardinal is really set up well for that type of cafe feeling. Um, so it would be so awesome. And plus, it's like right on the bike path, so it'd be like perfect. Oh, that's so perfect. Yeah, so fun, nice. Oh. And having a family will be so sweet too. That's exciting. I think so. Yeah, I think it'll be really totally. Fun. It's big though. It's a big change. 
Yep. Yep. We got to figure it out. But luckily we both have very supportive families and, you know, we um, are very flexible hours right now. So mm-hmm. we should be able to figure it out. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we're going to have to have you back on in a few years and hear about uh, how Parenting. the Cardinals doing and family yeah. life and all that stuff. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe my hair will be fully gray by then. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. That's funny. So we ask every guest this question, uh, but mm-hmm. what's been a defining moment in your life and uh, how has that shaped you as a person? It doesn't, we like to keep this question open-ended, so respond how sure. you like. Um, I guess, you know, the probably the most defining moment in my life uh, was the Women's Day March a couple years ago. And um, as amazing of a political, I mean, like amazing what that was for like that movement and everything like that. Uh, the big thing was that there was a lady who set up uh, a pasty shop illegally in front of my shop that time. And she got a ticket and she blamed me for it. Um, so she told everyone she knew that I was this awful person who doesn't support other businesses. And one of the people who came in to yell at me was my future wife. And we ended up dating and getting married. So that was a very defining moment was, uh, you know, Carrie coming in to yell at me. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very bizarre way to meet somebody, but I'm so it happened, you know, so it made all the yelling worth it. (laughs) Since then we've made amends. Me and that lady are, we know we talk, we're friendly and stuff like that. I didn't do anything, but it was uh, was a silly moment in uh, Madison drama, you know, so (laughs) I felt like I was on Gossip Girl, so. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Were you able to like resolve the misunderstanding pretty quickly or was it like months and months of like resentment and then you finally Uh, started? She was pretty mad at me for like the next two years, but Carrie wasn't. Carrie and I like made amends and she's, she was very close to that lady at the time. So eventually she was able to communicate to her and stuff like that. That lady also is known for, um, you know, being very passionate and um, getting in fights. So it wasn't that (laughs) That big of a surprise. So, well, I think getting through something like that is honestly, it says a lot more yeah. than like the fact, I mean, misunderstandings happen all the time. Totally. So, totally. Yeah. No. And it, obviously, I'm happy it happened because otherwise, totally. it you, got, you got a wife out of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, like, mid yelling, Carrie's yelling at you where you're like, ooh, that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I need to resolve this as quick as possible. I'm oh, goodness. Terrified, so. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, we... that's, that's funny. Yeah, no, it was, it was funny. So that was very defining. <laughs> very cool. Um, last question. As someone who's never been to Teddy Wedgers, what's your Ooh. favorite order? What should I buy? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite order? Um. Yeah. So my favorite order is not something you should buy there. I love when people come in and they think I sell cigarettes. <laughs> so they oh order cigarettes. people come in all the time thinking really? I'm a smoke shop with like big floral plants in the window for some reason. That's so yeah. funny. There's a tobacco mart like right next door. So people just get it confused oh. and it's always like a very silly interaction. Um, but I like when people try the specials, you know, like I like to try new things and I like to experiment with food and stuff like that. So it feels really good when people really like the things that I come up with. Um, so, good yeah, time. we try to do like two or three different specials a day. And so it's it's okay. fun. That's I didn't good. know that. Oh, yeah. It's on the down low. 
but there are people who text and call me every day asking me what it is and I probably should put it on social media but I don't <laughs> that's so, so fun I like yeah that. it's fun. it wouldn't it wouldn't be the uh on the down lower the hidden gem then if you put it on social media yeah I probably shouldn't have said it on a podcast but <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah. oh my that's well funny. placed mm. Mm. Very do you cool. have any questions do you have any questions for us before we wrap it up? Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, what made to made you want to start a podcast where you get to talk to people like this? Uh, so, you know, it's a really interesting thing to do. Mm. You want to take it, Ellie? Sure. I, I think ever since I knew what podcasts were, I kind of wanted to have one, but I didn't really know for sure. And then meeting Joseph, like we both are just very outgoing people and we like love all the people in our life. And like, it would be so fun to tell him about people I know, or like we would meet people together and be like, wow, they're so cool. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> and then we would just have like these fun conversations and we were like, this would be so fun to have a place to post them. And like for other people to get to hear about these unique stories and kind of highlight people's lives. So then, yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. The one thing I noticed was uh, while I was like, you know, just like manically just, spewing words out you both were able to like translate it into something that like actually oh made my sense. Gosh. so that was like really wonderful oh, so that thought that was a really cool podcast like talent to have so thanks that's so yeah sweet. and now where are you ellie i don't you oh, said you're not I, in madison yeah no i'm in grad school in milwaukee oh mm-hmm. the middle coast there you go so. <laughs> yes right by the ocean like yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I love Milwaukee. It's nice having like mm. Madison, Milwaukee, Chicago, like they're all so close to each other yeah. and they all have like such different vibes. It, like, totally. Really, yeah, they have really their own like characters. Uh huh. Totally I... a lot of character. Yeah. So. It's so yeah. Fun. Madison is much different than Milwaukee. Not in a, like Very. in a bad way, but they're just no. like, they're not that far apart, but yet they're so unique. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee would really benefit if um they flooded lake michigan and the river and made it into an isthmus and it was all very walkable (laughs) it would be nice if we could walk that's a good that's a very good point yeah that's the big thing i know about milwaukee is that it's like there's so much cool stuff but it's all semi far away from each other like yeah it's like different pockets of neighborhoods that's for sure right like Mm -hmm. like brady and the ward and bayview and all that we're all just a little closer yeah (laughs) yeah that's fun yeah cool Yeah. All right. Well, it was really nice to meet you and really good to hear from you again, Joseph. And hopefully yeah, this was course. an interesting enough podcast. Oh, very. <laughs> yeah. I learned good, a lot. Good, this good. has been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. fun. That's good. And I know all of our Madison listeners, especially, will uh, really enjoy this one. Yeah. That's good. They'll be like, yeah. realize if they don't have a lot of time, they shouldn't go into Teddy Wedgers and have me talk at them for like 10 no. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's yeah. Funny. yeah. Uh, is it all right if I pray for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, let's do it. Great. Cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Dear Lord, thank you for this day and the ability for us to um, meet together and have the technology to do so. Um, I thank you for placing me in Madison for this season and bumping into Anthony at Teddy Wedgers. Uh, I just pray over him and his businesses. I pray that um, you just keep your hand on him and um, you help to make the business run smoothly. And I pray that... Um, the people that come in, Anthony is able to connect with and learn more about their story and have great conversations with them. And I pray that um, his employees uh, feel loved and cared for there. And 
I just pray that uh, as Anthony moves into the next season of his life, that um, he and his wife are able to start a family and, and really enjoy that season and, and soak it in and know what's next for them after that. So, yeah, we thank you for this time and uh, meeting Anthony and knowing more about his life. So thank you. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 Nice. That was very sweet. Thank you. Yeah, thank of you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate yeah, you having uh, having you yeah. on. So thanks. It was yeah. a ton of fun. I'm looking forward to listening to more of the podcast. So yay. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> thanks, guys. Bye, Bye everybody. Yes. Yeah.